damn. That shit was crazy. Remember when he was walking on water? That like, shit was, that shit was, that shit was dope. Jesus walks. G, just walks. I'm not gonna do it, but you know what I'm saying? Are we allowed to like Kanye anymore? He, he turned silver now. <laughs> so, I mean, like we could have a blue guy versus a silver guy. I saw someone post. He's doing silver The face. picture of Kanye in all silver. Yeah. <laughs> They posted the gif of Lube Man sliding into the gutter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like Kanye anymore, I guess. Whatever. I think that the last album sucked. Yeah, I didn't like it. His politics are bad, but it's... Yeah. I still fucking... He's embarrassing now. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Fucking, uh, what's that song? Jesus Walks? No, Bound 2. That shit oh. rules. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeezus, I still like Jesus. Jesus rules. Yeah. Jesus like, defined my summer, so... Yeah, that was that was a formative It was a very formative album. time for me. Yeah. Anyway. So what's up? Uh, the episode of uh, that Watchmen show come out? Yeah, he walked on the pool. That's right. He walked on more than just the pool. Uh-huh. He walked on Europa. Finally confirmed Europa is the moon. Great. That we're hanging out on. We still don't know why he can't wear pants. What do you think about Hanging Brain this episode? That's fine. Yeah, like it's like, yeah. You're excited about it? If you're going to do Dr. Manhattan, you got to have him hanged on. We kind of only bit. had the shaft. We didn't have the head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking Eli right in the eyes when I'm saying this. <laughs> if, anything, if anything, not showing the head made it more impressive because it's like, it, it makes it look even longer because you don't know where it ends. Like, oh, you can yeah. You can imagine. Ends, yeah. You know? you know? That's what I was imagining yeah. the, entire, <laughs> the entire time. I did like how they addressed it. was like, okay, like you're. You're a white guy pretending to be a blue guy, pretending to be a black guy. <laughs> but he's what? not pretending to be a blue guy. He's just blue he's, now. He's blue now. He blew himself. <laughs> we keep making that joke. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying it because it's so funny. So what's up with Watchmen? Did you like this episode? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. What do you think? It was. I don't think it was the strongest episode, honestly. I think that like, I think they did a pretty like a better job than than the snyder one i think that there is like aspects of the snyder dr manhattan that were kind of just weird and just not very like dr manhattan-esque maybe because it was like billy cardup's like line delivery that kind of like threw threw it off a little bit however the dr manhattan in that movie i think looked a lot better than this one and maybe because we're just like he's actually like we painted that guy blue and then like in instead of like special effect in blue and there is a noticeable difference like this version of dr manhattan looks like more like a real live person where like the other one kind of looks more cgi but i don't know I, f- I feel like maybe i would expect the dr manhattan to be more like a larger than life and not really look like a real person person even though like and and anatomically he is it's just he's got these weird atoms that make him a god man yeah they definitely toned down how blue he could have been versus like the comic or mm-hmm. even the movie. I I really I really liked how he looked when he wasn't glowing, but I thought the glow looked like a little cheap. Like I'm not in this show for the CGI though. I thought but... it just looked really weird when he when we saw him not glowing and then his eyes were like a regular eye. Like cuz we it was him with just blue makeup on, right? And so like they just didn't do like the the white out on his eyes. And that just, like, kind of threw me for, like, a, a weird loop. And I guess you can say it's, like, whatever because he's he just became Dr. Manhattan again. Like, he wasn't – he wasn't actually, like – Like, he still has Cal's like face. Still, yeah, that's the thing is that – Because they addressed it. There was, like, you still have his face. Like, yeah. he's still – like, he, he got his, the shit beat out of him and the thing took out. But he was still, like, Cal under all of it. Um, So that explains kind of why it was that way, I would think. He's still kind of, like – and he and they did show up. him with as Cal with the white eyes but, when he's glowing. Yeah, when he's glowing. Yeah, and then when he's not glowing, he wasn't. But it was just like it just felt like it just felt like to me like a guy in blue makeup, and that's not. I don't think that's what I want from my Doctor Manhattan. Like, yeah, you could have him be that, but maybe have his eyes glow. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would have played around with it. Yeah, like I didn't think it looked perfect, but I was like basically fine with it. I I really liked what they did in the scene with the bo- in the bar. Where like you're not really. It looking was cool. At him. He's behind the mask. You see his tie. Yeah. You see his hands on the glass. I liked that. A it lot. was cool that they waited and waited and waited to not show you what he looked like as Doctor Manhattan until like the very end of the episode. So we didn't really feel like we were overexposed to it. Yeah. And that's that was a very like cool and deliberate choice that I liked about it. Um, 
pretty neat. Good job, guy who made the show, <laughs> whatever your name is. Uh, how about the, the character of Dr. Manhattan? I've seen some people, like, have have a little bit of nitpicks about how he is versus how he is in the books. I, I'm basically fine with how he is in the show. If anything, like, the one thing is, like, in the books, he is really focused on just scientific advancement. And, and like, that's the thing he spends time on. That's the thing that distracts him from having sex with Laurie. Mm-hmm. But I think that I've seen some people, like kind of criticized the show for not leaning as hard into that being his kind of interest and motivation. But I think he changed over the course of the book. I think like, even though he is a God figure, he is capable of change. Clearly at the end, he respects human life more than he did and yeah. goes off to make his own. So I think like the scientific ad- advancement thing is no longer quite his bag, but he's always been drawn into romance with women. Like that's a consistent thing for yeah. him in the book. And yeah. This. And that's, here's the thing I've always been, since like we've been entertaining the idea of, of Dr. Manhattan being in the show. My biggest question is why the fuck is he doing what he's doing? Right? Like why is, why is he doing this? And I got some answers for stuff like it wasn't really a prison for Adrian. Maybe it was underhandedly that he tricked him into doing that. But you were right. He went there voluntarily. But he went there voluntarily because like I would never think that Adrian would like, again, the smartest man on the on the in the world would go and and imprison himself for there. I never thought it it could be something like a punishment where Dr. Mahan's like, no, you have to do this for your crimes. He really just like couldn't deal with the emotional stress, even though he took it on to himself of actually having to maintain the squid fall because we see like he's just been chilling in antarctica for however many years just doing his shit like, so we know that up until 2009 yeah. Bite was the one doing the squid falls and he had like yeah. he sent one to man to, to madagascar yeah in this episode so that and he's been doing it all over the world like you suggested might be happening yeah i think that was that's a cool like it's a cool bit I I enjoy, I enjoyed that answer because it's like it's something that okay like confirmed what I already su- like had suspicions of, but the answer that we got for why is he just like chilling in Tulsa or like why did he go to Angela for all this stuff is basically like it describes his superpower and that he sees time all at once but experiences it on the same like linear timeline that we experience it on because they say in the in and they make a, a references to this that Doctor Manhattan is just. Like, there's nothing that he can prevent, even though he can see into, like, his own future, because of, he's just a, a puppet who can see the strings. And we see that motif with, like, with the puppeteering in the, um, the, in the, the last bombed, episode. Who yeah, built, Who built the bomb. Yeah, yeah, exactly, where it's just, like, he's Dr. Manhattan, but he's, he's the puppet, right? So he's still, like, a being in the universe, and he's not, like, a god, like, he has godlike powers, but he's not all-knowing like God is. He only can s- perceive time in this sense where he's everything that is happening to him, he's experiencing all at the same time. So it's, it's, it's did a good job. I thought on how you will get to the certain points. And I really liked where she, he goes to see will and then Angela's asking Will through him and then causes the whole thing, which is the paradox, sort of. That was a really yeah, good sequence. That's... It reminds me of in Lost, the uh, compass that Richard and John Locke pass back yes, and forth. Yes, yes. It's the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. It's just this time paradox item. Yeah. Or piece of information. Exactly. Yeah. Um, rules. But, um, yeah, that's it's just like, that makes a lot of sense. It's like, oh... He didn't really know a lot of all this stuff. He just was told the information because them in the future told him. And then, like, the cycle has to continue. Very cool. Very neat. The problem I'm just having with the whole Dr. Manhattan thing is that even when we see, like, we know that he sees what he's seeing in the future and gets to, like, these certain points and makes it because he's seen what is, what's going to happen next, it doesn't really explain the motivation as to why as to just because, like, it happens because he sees it. And I don't, like, at least in, like, the motivation for him, like, oh, I'm going to fuck off and, like, make life somewhere else. It's like we have that motivation because we just saw this this horrific squid attack that killed all these people that he's just like, I'm giving up on humanity. Not, like, not actually, but, like, seeing, like, how we can progress to that sort of point where that is possible, right? Yeah, I And think, it backfires for him in this case, but... I think trying to ascribe motivation to dr manhattan is difficult because like we say he he sees everything in front of him all at once so i think like 
what motivates him. He, he, he feels kind of like he has so much power compared to us, but he feels so powerless because he can't change the future that he is witnessing. Yes. So I think in trying to find motivation for him, the question you have to ask is like, what does he spend his time on? And in the comic, that's like scientific advancement and sex. And in this, it's like Angela. And mm-hmm. it's like, he, he is, he is, pulled by the tide of time as much as the rest of us he's just able to like see the whole ocean you know so he's the things he does he knows he will do and that makes trying to to figure out why he's doing it almost like it it would almost make your head hurt to try to figure out so i think the answer is just like what does he spend his time on is the thing that he wants to be is like the thing he wants yep I don't. I, I don't know how how you can go much. It, it's a tricky thing it, to try it's, to. It's tricky, and that's why it's it's so hard to feel satisfied by because it's just like there's that answer. It's like okay, well, he just does because of of he sees that he does, and then it's like yeah, I guess, and that's that makes sense and like logically and how you can think about how the character again perceives the time around him, but as a story, it's like well, like if that's his only motivation, then I I don't know. It just feels like it feels kind of shitty to be like, like, I mean, I think that's a lot of the point too. It's just like, it's super shitty that Angela like has to endure all of that because like she has to go through the motions, even though he already knows all the motions and she recognizes that, which makes him makes her actually better than all the, like the partners that he's been with. Right. Because like Lori couldn't understand that obviously his first wife just didn't understand it whatsoever but yeah so like angela is the one who like can finally kind of grasp it but it's very bittersweet because she like took a deal where she's like i'll have like a husband for 10 years and then (laughs) not like never be able to see him again after it (laughs) like because she walked into it like he told her straight up like it's gonna end in tragedy but like we're gonna you're gonna walk into it anyway and she's just like fuck off and then does it anyway yeah it, it goes from fuck off to fuck it yeah like fuck it and i think that's one of the illuminating lines of the episode is at the end when she's like so 10 years and it ends in tragedy it's like why would i do this and he's like don't all relationships by definition end in tragedy and then she's like yeah, yeah i like- guess i mean <laughs> fuck you like <laughs> and i think it's like it's a question of like if you could know not necessarily how but if you could know when you would die would you want to know and it's like everybody dies every relationship ends whether you break up or one of you dies first it's like do you want to know when that's gonna be no right yeah not it's me like- <laughs> personally like i rather for me it's like i go back and forth but it's like yeah it's but it's... she got, but then she answered in and she knew and then like and she, she goes into it knowing yeah and, and that's the that's the the hard thing and i th- i th- one of the things i i think is going to be on a lot of people's minds is the lost episode the constant yeah uh, and for people who haven't seen it i'll try really not to spoil it's like it the so best much, episode but it's, it's, of the one, show. it's easily one of the one of the best episodes of the show because is that, that's the one that um we get when the phone call right or yeah it's the phone it's basically uh a character tries to make a phone call to uh his significant other while skipping through time and he needs to contact that that significant other in order to basically like save his sanity um, right. It's a really good episode. The theory is that if you like, if you are being manipulated through time, you need to have a sort of because there's so many variables in it. You need to have a constant that you can keep going back to. In this case, so you can like ground yourself in time and yeah. know when you are exactly. So and, I, th- um, I think like that episode, the character uh, who, who's skipping through time has a a much clearer like motivation and has a couple different ones like the the present he's working through and and also the past he's trying to fix and the relationship is like his whole arc for the series in in a lot of ways um, and and some other like some weird and it has, stuff too. It's the best episode of Lost and it has because it has the best moment in in TV history in the fucking world. So what well, the end of the phone call? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's really <laughs> good uh yeah and i think this episode is going to get compared to it and and often favorably but i think i think it's not quite as good as the constant uh if if only they're different they're different they're different they're different things but having that like that that time aspect plus relationship thing uh i think the constant definitely like i said 
just because the motivations are, are clearer and, and I think the, the relationship drama is, is a little meatier. That show had also was already in its fourth season by the time that episode came about. Mm-hmm. So there's also a lot more to like hang hang itself on, like like different story hooks to hang itself on, if yeah. that makes sense. So it has it has a an enhanced meaning because of that too. But I, I still really liked this episode. I like the way it mirrors the Doctor Manhattan centric uh, issue of the comic, uh, where it's basically like it's X year and I'm doing this. It's it's now it's now and I'm yeah, doing yeah. this. It does the same format, but applying it to his new relationship. And th- it's something that the comic does really well because the idea in the comic book is that you can. You're visually seeing everything all at once. Yeah. You're 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 dissecting it one at a time, but when you look at the page, it's all there, and that's how Doctor Manhattan experiences time. Which is why I think it works a little better in the graphic novel that, form. Yes, yeah. it does. In this form, it's it works all right. I think I think it works the best when we're cutting between Angela having like a conversation sort of with Will through Doctor Manhattan. I agree. That's where it, it like you really you can feel it. Yeah. But other stuff it's kind of like oh we're this is we're in a flashback now we're like it's a flashback but at a different point kind of thing and like it's a flashback within a flashback sort of and it's like i guess i get it because we have to relate to what's going on now um yeah pretty cool yeah but yeah but i really like how in the in the in the book it'll be like a a page with maybe like nine frames well yeah that's how they constructed it yeah and 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 each one will be like a different time period and like you can look at all like a snapshot of of time in each one that's why it's it's yeah it's why it's the best comic book because it deconstructs everything about comic books and is amazing so if you haven't read it and you're listening to the show like what the fuck are you doing yeah it's really excellent (laughs) it's really excellent like if this episode was like one that you really really liked and you like haven't read the book like i don't know how like i've heard cases where people have like i've read the book and i love the show and then there's other people who i've heard they say like i've never read the book and i really like this show and i don't understand how that's even possible i I think the show's doing a pretty good job of trying to ride that line of like it's it's as the show has gone on it's leaned more and more into stuff from the book but i think the show does a reasonably good job of explaining everything during the course of the show without feeling too Mm exposition-y that like if you haven't read the because i know people who are watching it who haven't read the book who are liking it it's like you can kind of get it like you can kind of go along with it and then like the things you don't know are like kind of fun surprises along the way as you find them out like the squids and the time try you know the dr manhattan stuff it's yeah sure (laughs) yeah but what did you think about um his the the estate and him building like the the whole europa yeah so i think i was obviously like waiting from episode one for the castle to be explained because it kept popping up like it's the right. castle he was making on mars it's the castle he actually transported from england that he stayed in as a kid to europa uh-huh. i think it all works really well i like the backstory they added for him and why that uh castle means something to him mm-hmm. um and the fact that he made the the lord and lady who were taking in these refugees his adam and eve is, yeah i think a re- it, like it makes a lot of sense I was I was I like I like that they gave him a bible and he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. I I I I don't know. I like I guess I like if you're experiencing it it makes sense and it's like that yeah that's sort of satisfying cuz it explains like why the fuck did he choose like those forms or whatever. But like I don't know, I still really like the idea that like they they kind of look like John and his first girlfriend. Like they still do to me, but like it also helps that like this is why they're British, you know? Like Yeah. But that's, that was like, I like that just, he, he couldn't, these people like don't understand really because they just worship him. And that's where like the thing is like, he's not satisfied in that because it kind of like is reflexive on religion in a little bit. Like this idea of worship and like worshiping this, this stuff that's unknown or being like, uh, like so grateful for like the life that you were given that you are like devout towards this towards like a higher being right but this is like a physical manifestation of a like a person right as is actually this higher being so i guess in a sense it's like well how would that if you actually apply to like if god was a person like just a guy (laughs) <laughs> just a stranger on the bus or what if god was one of us um yeah but that's what i'm saying is like how would that person like actually feel like this this reverence towards right and 
I, I totally buy like the theory that's like they probably get fucking sick of it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like. I don't know. Like I would, I probably get fucking sick of if everyone was so like revering towards me as well. Like I gotta have some some haters. Right? And even like Adrian, like is is intrigued by the idea of this place because there are these people who worshipped Doctor Manhattan. He left them, and now they need someone to worship. And he's like, oh, maybe that could be me. And then he gets there, and and in case you didn't know, there was a post credit scene this episode. So yeah. if you haven't seen that, like watch it and then. Start we'll talk about that later. Again. Well, I was gonna, well, I was gonna say something about it. Now was that, oh. like, at the by the end, Adrian is like, this, like, uh, the the game warden asks him, like, why isn't heaven good enough for you? And he's like, because I'm not needed here, right? And it's like, yeah, it's like if if there was a god figure, like, I the the idea of like sacrifice and prayer never made much sense to me, the atheist. Because it's like, why does God want your goat? Like, why does he want your words? It's like, I I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling grateful for the life that you have. Like, I think that's obviously, like, a good thing to feel. And if you're able to feel that, that's great. And expressing that, if if you believe in God, expressing that gratitude is, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I do think that there reaches a certain point in prayer and or sacrifice where it's like... I doubt he cares. <laughs> it's not about really like the it's it's about the person who is doing the sacrifice. It's not I don't ever think it's it's about like yeah, God like wants a goat or whatever. <laughs> or, like God like because like the the story is that like he was going to like he's going to like the Cain and Abel story where he like slays the son, right? Yeah. But like the whole point is that like you you're you're the your willingness towards the love of that the higher being of which you cannot understand is greater than the material. And so that's why you give up the material to be in, in all and of enjoy of that feeling, right. To have that, that purpose within your life and whether, whether or not it's real or whatever, I don't, I'm not going to care that much. I don't care that much because I, I, I come from a perspective of, of being a, a confirmed catholic so like <laughs> oh, of course i don't care that much but <laughs> like it's just the the idea of like this this spiritualness and that the the reverence that you you feel good about yourself when you are in all and 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 are praising that being and that's the thing is that we explore the being side and we also explore the the low the lowly side because again crookshanks and phillips are fucking dumb as shit they're they're all they're all rockheads like they're they're great and i like them but they're like they're adorable but they're little kids and they don't really i mean the one the game master apparently does like he understands loss because he apparently was there when dr manhattan yeah, peaced out like he's the first uh he's he, he is he's the adam phillips yeah. um so that's that's interesting that he's so like he actually is like kind of pissed because he saw that his god like left him um but yeah that's like adrian isn't needed there he he wanted that utopia because even though that this wasn't a utopia because we saw when he when he visited john india was like building nukes still and they were like maybe like john was like maybe they build it to feel safe because like the idea was that oh they're gonna get rid of their nukes or whatever and then they're focused their attack on the aliens well maybe they're not gonna attack each other with it but they're still going to build a nuke to attack an alien or something right um but yeah like he ultimately sort of failed even though it's sort of he still like accomplished his goal and that he ended the cold war but he didn't really plan out like the future of as to what was going to happen there's still this tension between everybody even when they know that there's an existential threat and yeah, I think that would make sense that it's not just going to be something that happens overnight, even though literally in the comic it does. But like, it's um, I don't know. It's interesting, and and it's also interesting because he's a guy who this is a guy who it's named Ozymandias, right? Like he wants you to to marvel at his works in despair, but like he no one can marvel at his greatest achievement because if anybody knew, then it's all for nothing. So he has to sh- like shoulder that and that's his burden to bear and of course it's gonna make him fucking depressed as shit and he would (laughs) want to go to a place where everyone reveres him because he's the master like he saved humanity and he doesn't get any credit for it 
I also loved how... Except for getting Redford elected. That's... Yeah. <laughs> I also loved how Dr. Manhattan said he created life on Europa in 90 seconds. Like, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't need a whole week. Like, fuck off, God. I, like, <laughs> I can shit, do it in... <laughs> that shit was easy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you lazy as fuck. Which, which I also love. Yeah. Because um, the, the the Genesis story, even though I obviously don't believe it, is like, it's a great story. It's like the idea of this this God, like, studiously, like, all right, each, each day I'm going to focus on, like, this one thing. And it's like, it's this nice, perfect little tale, and then he rests on Sunday, and that's why we have a week. But the, the Dr. Manhattan thing is just such a great, fli- like, reverse nah, on that. Nah, that shit, like, <laughs> that shit, he's like, that shit is lame, dog. I, I got shit to do. Let's get this 90 seconds done. And then, but he's, like, there for how many years? Since, like, the 80s? He, yeah, he, he, he's like he was like there from 85 years. to 2009. That's, like, a long time. So that's, that's 24 years? Yeah. And he's just, like, fucking around, like, doing, like, that's still a long time, man. Yeah. We skipped that entire period. Like, what was he doing during that? Just, like, fucking and just, like, maybe fucking a Crookshanks. Maybe (laughs) fucking a Phillips. Who cares? That would be definitely weird, though, because he saw them and he's experienced himself seeing them having sex and then having sex with them. You never know. I don't think, or lake babies or (laughs) Yeah, there's, I don't think it was, I think it was a swamp. It just looks like a swamp at night, but yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lake. It's just it's it's the primordial ooze from which the primordial life soup came. Yeah, which I liked. I, I I like that kind of like you like ooze semi serious explanation of why they're why Ozymandias was fishing babies out of that yeah. lake. It's like it's it makes what I love about the show is it all makes just as much sense as it needs to. No more, no less. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't need to. We're not going to over explain. You don't have things. to ask any more questions. Just this is it. This is it. Take it, take it with a grain of salt. Whatever. It's, it's on so to the interesting next to see Damon Lindelof, like of all from like the Lost days, where it's like Lost, like everything's a question. Yeah, everything's a question, and you 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 feel like they're all gonna get answered, and pretty much, honestly, most things are answered by the end of the show. People like to say it's like, oh, it's like what, what was? It's like most things were answered if you like. If you look, to look if you look it. enough, there are some things that aren't, or like you, the explanation might not be satisfactory, and it's like maybe the show was never about that. It was about the characters. Come on. And then the leftovers is he creates a scenario where you're purposefully gonna be denied answers. Like that is the whole point of the show is coming to terms with a lack of answers. And then Watchmen is all, is kind of like somewhere in between. You know, it, it's kind of he's kind of trying to find that that place with the audience where this is a mystery box show in a way. Lost was at times, and the leftovers like wasn't really at all. Um, where there's but, only like there's only a set amount of mysteries that are going to be answered, but they're getting answered. Yeah, right. And and they and they're being answered in ways that like are they're not are, raising any new questions. It's more like there's a whole bunch of questions that we have. Here they are. Now here the here are the answers one by one and like how they relate to one another. And everything like matters on like a thematic and character level as much. Yeah, as it matters it's on a literal. Like, it's plot more. Function. It's more tied into that. Then I feel like Lost was with its mysteries. Yeah, Lost had a, few, a couple mysteries that are like the answers are like what is, but it's like okay, I get that that's your answer, but what does that have to do with what is the why is that? Yeah. So I, you know, Lost is great. Whatever. Looking at podcast part two. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, drop that sick beat. A Lost rewatch would be fun someday, but uh, you want to go? There, there you want to go there, again? There are too many other podcasts that are doing <laughs> that right now, so I don't. I don't know about that. You want to go again? We'll go again. I always want to go back. Let's do it. Um, we have to go back. <laughs> oh, uh, so we find out that the little the little memory inhibitor was made by Ozymandias, and uh, you know I love when he says, "I made it thirty years ago." Yeah, <laughs> good good reference. <laughs> it's like it's like a little obvious, but it's also really great. I yeah. laughed. I, I think it's an interesting thing that Ozymandias would have, like, made that. I don't know how we would have ever expected to get it into Dr. Manhattan's head. I think that's why it was plan A, but then he realizes, like, I don't, I can never this get it into. Work. Yeah, yeah, like, so he just tried, like, the to blow him up again. And if he made it 30 years ago and he said that in 2009, that would have been 1979, which is, like, six years before the events of the comic. So that gave him, like, six years to, to plan the squid um i mean was vietnam over by then yeah it probably was so vietnam was over by then and then they were still doing watchman stuff i guess in 79 i don't remember when the keen act i don't remember when the keen act came around but i know like i mean dr manhattan Ozymandias was, probably would have retired before then though yeah maybe he was a he was a as or um dr manhattan and the comedian worked for the government and yeah then yeah everybody else was a it's ozzy retired and did like his own business shit 
and created action figures. Cool. Uh, <laughs> made a lot of money. Made, made tons of money, and then I guess I guess like if he saw a. I guess his only his biggest rival is Doctor Manhattan because it's like if you're the smartest person alive, then your rival will be someone who can like just never die and see everything. and see everything at all at once. So I mean, again, it's relative to him, but it he can see what is going to happen to him. So yeah, I would I totally buy that he he created this device that again is inhibited with tachyon particles so like he dr manhattan actually can't see that yeah which explains also why he can't see the 10 years during which he has it embedded yes um and that's a really cool concept where it's like well how do you beat superman if like obviously they have to invent something and they invented kryptonite which is like just a a random weakness that he's just we need something that he's (sighs) randomly weak to right but the real way to to beat superman is actually very like in, in this case at least they're they're bringing up it's very interesting. It's like, just forget that he's fucking Superman. And then, then he won't be Superman, right? If he's just a regular Clark Kent guy, then he's not Superman. He just doesn't, he doesn't have that ability anymore. With the exception of his instinct, which is how we yeah. get the answer of the second, uh, white supremacist on the white knight. How he exploded. How, yeah. How Angela got out of that jam. Uh, Cal came back online for a quick second. He's for just a, for just a hot minute. <laughs> I, we all thought it, and that was cool because we all thought it, it, they let it up as it could have been um, Judd or something. Or something. Yeah, or I, some, I, I, I thought that was a real possibility. It. And it was just like, no, nah, just a random dude just got a spell. Dr. Manhattan did it. Yeah, just <laughs> just killed that boy dead up. Oh, yeah, so so when Dr. Manhattan visits Will, Will is living at uh, Captain Metropolis, Nelson Gardner's, like one of his estates that he bequeathed him, mm-hmm. which is like, all right, that's, that's that was a nice thing to do. Like, you did not treat Will very well. Uh, no. or, or respect him but you but left you, him a nice house <laughs> but he did fuck your ass real nice so <laughs> so will is basically told that he has a granddaughter that judd crawford who he didn't previously know who that was is part of cyclops and has a clan robe in his closet and we don't see him say it but apparently dr manhattan also told him uh that he's gonna have to be at the dreamland theater in 10 years to to pick up his grandkids yeah <laughs> very cool which I, lo- I love that that's where he transports him to, because that's where this whole show started. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is that where it's going to end? Possibly. Maybe. You never know. Um, It's cool. I've, I really dug, like I said, I think that's the one that the, the Dr. Manhattan sequence that works the best. I did like, where he's on the pool, and she's like, get the fuck off the pool. He's like, no, it's important you see me on the <laughs> yeah, pool. Yeah, why do you think that is? I have no idea. I, okay, so, I, I hope it's important. So here's a, here's a thought. In the bar scene... One of the many portions of it. They talk about if Dr. Manhattan could transfer his powers to someone else, whether like if he had kids or oh, right. theoretically he could put his atomic components into organic matter. And if someone consumed it, they would get his powers. And then Angela says like, oh, so if you put them into that egg you just made and I ate it, I'd have your powers. Which makes you wonder, instead of letting the white supremacists get his powers, is he going to somehow like give them to angela or like off chance maybe Lori or something possible maybe lube man gets them it seems like it seems like angela's the real possibility because because of the egg scene specific it's like oh could i get them and then also that you need to see me on the pool and like she references earlier like oh you can walk on water so maybe yeah because it's like because it, it, if he in the conversation because she says like oh you could walk on water right and like she they have that he needs to see her on the pool so she gets reminded that of the conversation that they had previously when they met about eating the egg and yeah, chicken and the egg as well. They bring that up for the, yeah. the paradox. So it's possible that that'll get pulled into it. I wonder like what specifically that that is going to end up meaning, but it seems like a possibility Angela might inherit the powers. I feel like they're giving us a strong hint that somebody's getting some fucking powers in the show. Like. I, I really, I, I don't think it's going to go well for Joaquin. Oh no 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 no! He's a dead. He's dead. It's like, do you think he's gonna? Do you think he's gonna get the powers like briefly and then lose them, or not at all? I think Lube Man's gonna do a run in <laughs> and bash him with a chair or something. They have so much to resolve next episode. We got to find out the identity of Lube Man. He's the most important <laughs> question at this point. That's the only question I have. Actually, like Lady True is kind of like, well, where does she kind of fit into this? I guess yeah. like if if you went to like somebody and was like. Hey, like Doctor Manhattan told me that <laughs> like this is gonna happen, and we gotta stop these boys or something. Like, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, it's like it's good that he goes to Will. He has the connection with Cyclops to investigate it in the first place, so that does motivate him to actually do like the actions that he that he does to 
because it's kind of just like oh dr manhattan just showed up and told me that i have a granddaughter and shit <laughs> like like that'd be weird I'm, I'm, some people just might be like and okay. also she's fucking dr manhattan yeah <laughs> so she's like oh she's also my, my wife i guess which is how how the, the reason they they all know that dr manhattan is walking around as cows because dr manhattan straight up told him before yeah he, before he went undercover <laughs> just whatever i like that uh he he like they all just like don't believe him. Like everybody just doesn't believe that he's not <laughs> yeah. at first. And so like he like closes the door and he's like, I guess I'll just walk in. Like <laughs> I love how he looks around a little first, like no one's watching okay, me. Alright, all right, I guess go I'll in. go in. Not trying to attract a lot of lot of business here. Could I get some business to do? Yeah, they, they do have a lot to get to next episode. I mean, we still have to figure out like what's the thing that came from the sky? Adrian, we think, right? I'm pretty sure it's so we Adrian. Have to, we have to get Adrian to finally ass- so you have to get Adrian to finally escape, which he starts to do in the post-credit scene. Great. He gets the horseshoe. We were so, he finally he gets needed the horseshoe. It. What? So, like, I'm very... At the same time, like, did he plan all of this? Because I, it's it, looking like he kind of did, but at the same time, it's like... <laughs> it's really funny if he like it'd be amazing if he planned all of it and like all the sequence of events that like all the permutations that I could have gone and he got through it all and it was like I need the horseshoe to get it's like it's like um a a click a point and click adventure game this that that episodes <laughs> like uh, that that uh, the whole sequence of this this like timeline where it's like well we have to do to here 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 but we ha- got this item back over here that we finally can use in there like remember when we did the escape room it was, it's like yeah it's like he's on a big escape room and it's just <laughs> it's just Europa like that'd be a, that'd be a good escape room dope yeah dope escape room but like, if you're gonna have them bury a tool in your cake for you like why a horseshoe why not just like a tiny shovel or something of all things because like... it's it's inconspicuous i thought it was gonna be the key but the horseshoe like to yeah, like... or the key to the door no no well they already brought in the horseshoe to begin with so yeah. it's like they have to they it's the motif that keeps going but so... the first time we see the horseshoe he says no i don't need that yet so it sounds like he planted the idea of the horseshoe in the first place so why would he plant the idea of the horseshoe if you could choose the item i don't know i'm getting too how do you get the it. book too I, I it sounds like the game warden gave it to him because he says like do you want me to get you a different book so that, but where me, that implied maybe he i mean he, the the castle's kind of like oldish so I, fi- I figured they wouldn't have that kind of stuff also the books of a recent printing you know the book reference right it's a, a book from the comic right? Yeah, yeah it's um one of the guys who helped him do the squid monster like yes, he, I, yes. he's like i like the book and we also see the uh the, the, the people who own the farm that the thing crashes in the right. the woman's reading that yes the egg stand yeah good book yeah <laughs> so it's interesting that it's a, that they say in this episode it's about loneliness to kind of connect those because it's like it connects back to that like they she and her husband are lonely without a child they really yep. want to create you know so it's, it's adrian. all they're creating life it's, and it's it, the thing that crashed on their farm is adrian it has to be right yeah yeah and then and then there's so then there's the the millennium clock it's gonna get activated it's probably to bring adrian back you think that's what brings him back i think so that would be interesting yeah that w- that could work we still need to find out who d is I think it's Lady True's Lady first True's name. first name starts with a D. That's I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I would bet. Maybe the other the other thing that they have is that since he Adrian's the person who can stop a Doctor Manhattan, right? Either another person or or somebody like another Doctor Manhattan or Doctor or Adrian are the only two people who can actually challenge Doctor Manhattan. Even though Adrian is not really successfully done right. so. And it, here's the thing about you know their plan's kind of flawed. Because when, when, yeah, he's like a racist, right? Like, it's just like, we're going to be Dr. Manhattan, but racist. But when he becomes, like, Dr. Manhattan, he kind of loses, like, he, they, they don't really, because they can't, they're just human beings. They can't really, con- like, have that concept of how he yeah, experiences everything. So he, like, he, they might make a Dr. Manhattan, he just might be like, I don't, I'm not racist anymore. <laughs> like, I don't actually think Because it's like, like, if you can literally, like, because Dr. Manhattan can see every particle and and system and structure of the human body mm-hmm. and like when you can like x-ray someone like that it's like and you can see that everyone's like the same you know body underneath their skin but it's maybe like, it takes some time to grow because uh, again he it there's a part in the comic when like they're remembering um the comedian where they're it's the comedian dr manhattan fighting in vietnam and the comedian like shoots the the guy that or the woman that uh he impregnated and 
he like scolds off Manhattan. Like he's like, you could have fucking stopped me. Like you could have like stopped me from killing that person. All you did, like you just stood there and watched, right? Like you, you are powerless. Like you don't, you're not actually like a God sort of thing. Right. Um, so maybe it takes a little bit of time because it seemed like, again, it seemed like John at first, just like he is gifted with all these abilities, but didn't have that awareness that he could do what he could do. They, he had to figure everything out. And maybe with that foresight, when you go into it, you, and if you're already just a racist guy, (laughs) then like you figure out that it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen to me. So now I know that I could just be Dr. Manhattan, just extremely racist. (laughs) One theory I saw someone have, I forget who it was who had it, but is that the woman that, uh, the comedian impregnated in Vietnam is Lady True's mom. I don't believe that whatsoever because... Um, that woman is dead. Yeah. So, yeah. That and the baby is dead. Yeah. I th- Unless I, I there think was the, another the, I baby. Think the theory is, was like Doctor Manhattan theoretically could have like saved the baby after the mom was shot, but I don't know how how. I unless there that is, is another baby, but then at the same time, it's like I don't think that there was another baby because it's kind of like lame to just Im- impose that. There's some stuff that it's like. I'm okay with like the 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 John being like the refugee in Britain. I'm okay with that because it wasn't directly like in the book. Whether when you're like retconning stuff that was like in the book, and I'm okay with um Looking Glass being in New Jersey, that's fine because we know that this stuff happened in the book. I don't like if like they're going to go back and just be like, "Oh, like she, the comedian's daughter actually survived." They're like her mom like is had another kid or something and she was in the bar when her mom exploded or like uh or got shot like i I don't think it totally works the one thing i do like about it is that it would make lori lady true's half sister which would be kind of an interesting little thing to do but i think it makes more sense than ozymandias uh that adrian veidt is her dad somehow like i think that's what they've kind of leaned towards it's very like referential to it i don't know how she's the dad he's the dad yeah i don't know how how either yet but he said something i don't remember what he said he said something about eight million people need him did he say eight million or eight billion or maybe it was because if he said eight billion i think he's just talking about like the population i think he might have said billion i might have misheard it yeah that's why i gotta read with the captions on bro (laughs) when i watch the episode for the second time i usually put the captions yeah it helps out but not the first time because i find them distracting i'm very upset they fucking put the tomatoes in his face. <laughs> Dude, like, he made those tomatoes for the Game Master. D- very disrespectful. They're assholes. Yeah, it, that was a... That was a fun sequence. But I, I also... I enjoyed seeing Adrian outside of Europa this episode. In yeah. The, in the scene with him and Dr. Manhattan in his Arctic lair. Or whatever, whatever the fuck it was. I like that they brought that location back. It's from in the, Antarctica. The book. Yeah. Where, uh, where he basically pulled the trigger on, on Squidmageddon. Well, what else could he do? Like, he has to just chill there, and, yeah. and like, he couldn't, like, come out or whatever. But it also sounds like the world was aware that he went missing ten years ago, which sounds like maybe he, like, traveled back and forth. I don't know. Like, if, if they knew he was, like, still around, and then all of a sudden they knew he wasn't still around, you know? I guess so. And then, and then he suddenly declared dead at the beginning of the yeah, series. Yeah, I guess it's like, if he's been missing for, like, ten years, and it's like, yeah, like, I guess it's fair to presume him Because dead. he has been missing for... 10 years yeah. probably about yeah. how many candles were on the cake about seven, seven. So, i counted yeah so we got three more years to go well nine oh, yeah you're right i guess we do have a few more years to go that's interesting how are we gonna catch up i guess he's got a lot of digging to do yeah or i guess so it sounds like each time he gets a cake it's his anniversary of being there so i like how he like he's like did they tell me did they sing a jolly good fellow yeah so <laughs> like, I if, fucking kill them if if he arrived there in 2009 the first cake he would have gotten would have been in 2010 and then the seventh cake he would have gotten would have been in 2018 2000 no se- 16 16 yeah so three three more years nine so, years yeah 2016 so yeah three more years that's interesting how are they gonna i don't know how they're gonna solve that little time gap Whatever. Time crisis. Maybe, maybe, or you know what? Relativity. Maybe time passes differently on Europa than on Earth. I don't know. Could be that. I it might. Know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't fail. think that's how relativity I, works. I failed science, so I don't yeah. know. I think it's more about like the speed at which you're traveling compared to one. 
Um, oh, I guess it could. I don't see, know. See, John's traveling at different speeds, so he can see every, all the... <laughs> Whatever, it, it's it's not gonna... Doesn't matter, he's coming back, baby! If we think that the pos- so So, Will said a couple episodes ago that when Angela knows everything, she's gonna hate him. And... I don't think what he was referring to was necessarily that he's the one who got Judd to hang himself. It seems like that could be it. But another possibility is like, what if we didn't see the whole conversation with Will? And what if Dr. Manhattan, because Dr. Manhattan knew that the relationship with Angela would end in tragedy after 10 years. And he knows what that tragedy is, but he's not going to tell Angela. So if he knows, maybe he told Will, like, I'm going to get killed in 10 years. And I need you to do all this stuff that is going to lead to that, but needs to happen. And maybe Will knows Dr. Manhattan's going to die, and that's what he knows Angela will hate him for? That's what I was thinking, that like he he knew everything about what was going to happen before and needed the pieces to fall in the exact places as, as they were set up. And that's why, because it's like, maybe, maybe him... Maybe because of how the conversation went, he understands that she is the cause of her husband's own death, mm. and or like this suffering because the Judd, like she's the she's the one who started it. Yeah, and that he knows that it's like she he's going to come to the realization by going and doing the stuff that he has to do. That if it wasn't for him to going and the stuff that he does and and making that connection, being like just existing in the first place, then it's it's her undoing basically like, yeah, like she starts the unraveling of, of her own yeah. even though she knew going for for it that it was going to unravel down the line anyway she didn't see she doesn't know so she maybe if she knew that she was going to be the one who undid it she wouldn't have done it to begin with yeah but that's the thing is that it's all relative and linear and it's just going to go the way it goes which kind of reminds me of uh uh Right now, there's His Dark Materials, is an HBO series that's airing, and I just finished reading the third book in that series. Um, it's, it was a good series. I really liked it. The show's only okay, but I recommend the books. Uh, the show's getting better. You but, know, like Lin-Manuel Miranda. But in the... Uh, actually, he's pretty good in it. Um, but in the books, the the character of Lyra is basically, like, prophesied to do something, like, really important, and it's kept vague for a while. And, like, the, some of the characters talk about, like, she can't be told what she has to do, or she won't be able to do it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, if you know exactly what your fate's gonna be, like, you'll just, like, torture yourself, or, or maybe try to change it in a way that will just lead that's to that fate, which is, like, such a Macbeth kind of thing, That's a twist know? on Cassandra. You know Cassandra, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. rolls. They talk about Zeus in this episode. Yeah, that was I like that. I love Greek shit, so yeah. I was like, "This is dope." Um, that was a good pull. Yeah, that's what reminded me because I was like, "Oh yeah, they talk about Greek shit." Yeah, I think that that's about it that I've got. I liked the I liked the tunnel of love stuff. Um, the it way, is a the tunnel. way they kind of pulled that metaphor into different angles. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think that this episode was really good. It gave us a lot of stuff that we wanted to learn about. Although I don't feel satisfied by the motivation behind it, I can understand and come to grips with why they had to write it the way they wrote it. Um, it's definitely interesting, and I did I love the post credit sequence. I think that made up for a lot of my my problems with the episode. Um, some of the stuff was just like technical wise, right? Where like I just didn't really like, or I didn't hate. I just didn't love how he was like, uh, you know, like how he was. Uh, blued um i like the sequence where he was just like i'm hungry <laughs> yeah like started just making food like, i think his performance as dr manhattan was really solid like, yeah the way he's slightly different as like dr manhattan dr manhattan and as cal dr manhattan like he does a slightly different vocal performance mm -hmm. so I, th I think he did a pretty good job uh this episode also had a fantastic title a god walks into a bar yeah a bar <laughs> oh so people are putting out like his, his name is cal a bar which First of all, it's Angela Abar, which is his name. So why did she take 
her name. I guess it's like they don't want to take the name of the random dead guy that he's pretending yeah. to be. So it's like, all right, he'll take her name. So, so Cal Abar, but he's X, so it's Excalibur. Yeah, which someone and pointed out the name of the dildo that is an Excalibur dildo is, is named Excalibur, which uh, X Cal yeah Abar, Abar. and then yeah. he's he's literally like the sword from the stones. He has to pry it open, <laughs> take out the thing, and then he comes out and blows up those people. Did you like that sequence? Wait, oh, when uh, the the shootout at the end? Yeah, it was. I thought it was like we needed like kind of gratuitous because it was like they had to get somebody blowed up by dr manhattan in this episode or like it wouldn't have been we wouldn't have been able to see like his full like a range of powers i thought it would have been actually a better choice to just have him get got like just have him lose like that would be because it's like it's powerless baby like that's just what i saw or whatever and it's still cool that he like made eggs or whatever and we saw him like make life but i don't really got to see that Zack snyder shit anymore where he's like just blowing up like fuckers and you know yeah. i think the one thing i liked about the end is like you know there's, there's the moment where he says like this is the moment that makes me fall in love with you when you decide to fight even though there's no chance yeah and it reminds me of this great recurring uh line in a song of ice and fire uh the books on which game of thrones is based no chance and no choice and it's like even when you know that there's no way you can win and and it's basically futile you got to try to do the right thing anyway and it's like she try, like she she's futilely trying and like he loves that about her and he goes out to like basically stop her from getting killed because he knows he's gonna be he's gonna get got so he's basically just trying to like save her so i there is something about that that i like like i i, I didn't look <laughs> at it as like it's like oh what a great action sequence save it's the like, cheerleader save the world yeah it's just kind of this 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 little moment that that kind of gives them a last like chance to get uh, a little last moment together i don't know yeah and then he's like i i'm got see you later yeah bye tachyon cannon. <laughs> bye uh so we'll see you on the other side of that cannon um yeah it's season series finale coming up yeah gonna be a good Question one mark series finale this one was a long one so probably another banger next week um it's gonna be fucking late and, shit and we've me, been so. promised that everything will be wrapped up in nice one episode. Boat. I don't know how they're going to do right that. Right in but... time for Christmas there, buddy boy. Yeah. One one more to go. <laughs> Could you believe it? Um, Luke, where can we find you on the Twitter? I'm online, bitch. At Luke Hennigan. Sorry if I'm using bad words. <laughs> Mom, don't listen to this. Please don't yell at me. You can find me. My name is Eli. You can find me at Story <laughs> Where Politics. You at? Where you at, dog? <laughs> and you can find our podcast at Fail Sun Film Pod. Uh, please, please uh, give us a rating at the very least. Comment, wherever you listen, like, subscribe. A review would be nice, but uh, uh, definitely subscribe at least and uh, tell tell your friends. You guys like um, movie stuff? We're, we'll do more movie stuff. We like Watchmen here, so we're doing more Watchmen here. Yeah, th- we're we're probably gonna do. Like we talked about last week, we'll probably do Star Wars Episode Nine. But if there's anything else you like, would like to see us do, I we're guess, not let talking us know. about Baby Yoda either. Yeah, we're not watching The Mandalorian. No Baby Yoda talk. Because I don't have Disney Plus. He's canceled. So. I'm canceling Baby Yoda right now, and uh, we're bringing we're bringing back Baby Kermit, <laughs> Superior Green Baby. All right, that's it. We're out. Goodbye. <laughs>